Hey, everybody, GCR here. Take off your pants and pour yourself a drink. Get ready to enjoy some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Joe's Wedding Comfort Muppets. 323 of the Geek Cast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rub Bass. Huggy Bear. I got to give it to you. You got me there. (laughs) Uh, We have a fuck wild show planned tonight, and I'm so excited for it. Um, Fuck wild. We have a, uh, this is two weeks in a row now that we have a guest, and we haven't had a guest. We've been guestless for like years, almost all season. And last week we had our, 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 our good friend Alex Yard come on the show. This week we have not one but two guests. And I'm so excited to, to bring our first guest on because we haven't talked to him in so long. He's a, he's a man about the world. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Chris Dalby. Hello, Chris I'm Dalby. Impre- I'm impressed. So, is it? Do you have no guests because you uh, your ratings suck, or because you've just offended everybody away? You know, it's a little. Yes. It's a column A, column B thing. But yeah. it wasn't dead until now, I think. I mean, you know, we, we we both know that Cartoon Joe is the is the star of this of this outfit, and his, oh, without and his a doubt. breakout role, his singles career is about to take off for sure. I've said that for years. He's this. He's this close. To his own cult, from what I've heard, it's true. I mean, that's the only point I ever saw in his whole religious endeavor. <laughs> I would like to know the name of your cult, Joe, before I join it. Ooh, mm. that doesn't. That's not how it works. You get to find out the name after you join. Oh, yeah, just... Right, you got to do the whole the nighttime is the right time thing. Well, I was going to say, listen, you just you're getting a free haircut. Just join <laughs> go in and save it twelve bucks. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, sorry we had to kill your dad. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. listen, you know how it goes. <laughs> I didn't want to piss the leader guy off. <laughs> if you guys, I, I know, <laughs> Rob and Joe, I know that you guys are tired of hearing us say this. But, but in this instance, I know you are too young to have went to like Sam Goody and bought the first Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler CD, CD. <laughs> of comedy. I don't, I don't know what a Audio Sam Goody comedy. is. <laughs> there you go. You don't know what a Sam I know, Goody I is. I know that they made headache powder. And you, you used to go and high school into snorting it. I did I did I did trick <sighs> someone at an at an O'Doul's party that we were snorting cocaine. <laughs> What's an O'Doul's at, party? We had a keg of O'Doul's. <laughs> Shame. We got a keg of O'Doul's. That, that's it's honestly, wasted. It's well, a better con than Liberty University. <laughs> I have a I have a degree in American I have a degree in American studies, and the first ten minutes of this show, every time I'm on, is the most confusing sociological experiment I've ever been in in my life. Well, you got to listen to the back. You got to listen to the backlog of shows. <laughs> that's okay. the problem. I've listened to quite a few. 
Ryan it does not, it doesn't all make sense. Trip down random Americana memory lane is beautiful. <laughs> Listen, let me. It's astounding even to Americans. I don't know what's more American than making fun of a non existent cult and quoting 20 year old audio CDs. What? I don't know what's not to love. 20 year old? 25? Man, that's got to be older than that. <laughs> I hope not. All I know is that I had a party in high school where we bought a cake, we bought a keg of O'Doul's, or actually... Who kegs That comes in the cakes? Listen, listen. We got a keg of O'Doul's. I didn't buy it. Someone's on this show. Their dad bought it for us. My dad doesn't believe in alcohol for minors. It was... was, My dad never bought you a keg. It was Joe's. It was Joe's dad. I did not know this wrinkle, but that is amazing. So he got us a keg of O'Doul's. He said, <laughs> and he said, and I quote, "But why?" <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most sage that the Carl's ever been. But I and I said because we're we're gonna pretend it's not O'Doul's, and we're gonna see who gets fucking wrecked. That's and so we, you're onto something there. Are you saying that just by using your imagination, you could transmute O'Doul's into a stronger alcohol? No, 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 no. no. But you can they get, you are, can do the, placebo, like the, the living placebo. The sounds like Carl needs to be the cult leader. Our guests didn't know that it <laughs> Carl wasn't would be an alcohol. Awesome cult leader. He would be incredible. Unbelievable cult leader. There's a it's... whole episode we could do that is what. The ins and outs of the cult of Carl. There's a his whole episode. His charter, his membership dues, his uh, his the rituals re- therein. Ritual sacrifice required. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like Midsummer. Nothing. No. 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 It's also nothing like anything you've seen on National Lampoon's Van Wilder. No, mm. you do a real awkward orgy and then make a big old thing at Camp Hash. No, too much. I'm sorry. No, my that bad. was my bad. no. My bad. Listen, you couldn't have I'm drove to that. Figure out which you kind of hash we're talking that about. Nail... Potatoes. Oh, potatoes. Some... Yeah. Oh, potatoes. No. Like potatoes, hash browns. Man. Like hash browns. Yeah. Not, right. not even close to like the drug hash. It's it's potatoes. <laughs> there's there's like uh like finely a, chopped onions. There's, like, there's, there's... A, men- a menagerie of peppers. Oh. It's just... <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm the not even... biggest cast iron skillet known oh, to man. God. Yeah, it takes. It's got peppers men. and colors that you didn't even know existed. It's like uh, uh, the the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat of peppers. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking giant cast iron paella pan that somehow only the cult possesses. Mm-hmm. It's like I've just spent eight, the last minute eight eggs to find and food. six pounds of cheese. Oh, hold on, what are you saying, Dolby? <laughs> No, I just spent the last minute trying to find whether menagerie of peppers was actually the correct term for a group of peppers, and I'm very offended that there is no group name for peppers. It's menagerie of peppers. Menagerie, but now well, it is just in, because in, of... in American it's an ass of peppers. <laughs> Technically, right. but that's true. But we will use uh, anything other than the metric system to measure things, whether it be volume or distance or or length. Made up words. Like yeah. scotch. Scotch. Are you saying, a scotch. Are you saying the word is part of the metric system. Is it? No, no, no. Is no. it? Well, I, you know even it? Honestly, Chris, I don't know. Is it? Could be. It, it starts with the letter M. Mm. 
I want Measures one kilo so of menagerie. Mutton, but I'm not <laughs> right. sure that's part of the, the measuring scale. Can I please have a decimal menagerie of peppers? <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> how would you I like love... that? How would you want that? Uh, how do you want that cut? Dice, early, please. My mm. early favorite part of this show is Rob trying to get clarification on what kind of hash we were talking about. And before <laughs> he could actually get it out of his mouth, the three of us said, like, oh, absolutely not. It's like red russets and a couple <laughs> Yukon golds. It's, it's fucking hash browns, man. And like a, it, with Potatoes. Like a, with like a red-eye gravy. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. and it's and it's delicious. It's what makes you come back to the next sweat lodge. Mm-hmm. Not that there is a sweat lodge. <laughs> Why is it so funny that that's what powers Carl's cult orgies? Is the camp hash? I, I, I find don't know. That to be hilarious and just because wonderful. there is nothing more quintessentially true than that. The it also powers Carl. That's you know true. why else? And and to, to talk to Dolby's to talk to Dolby's uh, comment earlier. Do you know why our ratings are down so low? Uh, no no one that talk. listens. No one that listens to the show knows who Carl is. <laughs> so none of this is funny. <laughs> it's so niche and so like esoteric that like no like you have to know Carl and also listen to the show. To know what the fuck we're even talking about. Yeah, but half of your listeners uh, are pity listeners. <laughs> and so most of them might know Carl just by the Venn diagram of your social circle and who still pities you enough. That's entirely That's fair and valid. I, I kind of feel better. Speaking of pity listeners. Mm. So I've I've been talking. <laughs> hold on, let me write. Go this on. I've been I've I've had a, a slew of uh, constructive comments about Ooh. our last couple episodes. <laughs> nice. Um, from oh, from none other than our good friend uh, Justin the Juke. Oh, JK. Christ. Uh, he listened. He, li- uh, he listens uh, almost every week. Nice. He listened last week, and he well, he calls so me. So there's and a he's... listener that'll laugh. There's a listener that will fucking be guffawing oh, in his truck at the he'll fucking laugh Carl about Carl. I I totally agree. He called last week in tears, crying, laughing. If you go back and listen to last week's episode, episode three twenty two, I believe it's called Saint Dolly and the uh, Waifu Body Pillow. Yes, Waifu. it is. Waifu. Sorry. He uh, within the first. Five minutes. There's background noise that sounds like someone's using like a like an air nailer, like a finish nailer, <laughs> to make to make a cabinet. Okay. Okay. And and he didn't know if it was like a gag, because for years now <laughs> we've been we've been teasing the Foley episode. Yes, oh, it's true. That is true. Uh, uh, uh. But there's never any payoff. <laughs> At the end of the show, we don't say like, and for those of you who are listening early on, Joe finished making the cabinet. That never happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's just a solid nine minutes of like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Once you hear it, you can hear nothing else. Okay. <laughs> then it's it that goes away. And then at about the six minute and thirty second mark, he calls back, laughing his ass off again. It's as if 
a lynx is quietly purring into someone's <laughs> microphone. <laughs> That's definitely mine. <laughs> you see, every time I come on this show, I discover something about myself that I never knew existed. And this time... Patience. I have not discovered something about myself, but I've discovered an entire world that I didn't know existed. I, Our, and I'm being genuine here, background I'm, noise. Not joking, I'm not genuine, I'm not joking at all. I had never heard of an air nailer. I'm now going down what? a Google rabbit hole of what an air nailer is. It's okay, wonderful. so it's... Oh, it's look, a, up, look up Brad Nails. No, Brad that'll need blow you your mind. Him. I'm entertaining myself with finding out on my own. Oh, yeah. like a Brad right. nailer. Yeah. Work oh, and then... You no, said Nailer. I was looking up Nader, and it just kept coming up with pictures of Ralph. Rob, you're getting married. Nailer anyway. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, uh, you are yeah. getting married, though. I, I am. In fact, True. the day this show goes live on the internet is the same day as their bachelor party. That's going to be a powerful day. <laughs> I'm Strong. getting anxious about it because of the uh, things your brother keeps texting in the group chat. Yeah, I got I got to say he needs to uh, he could bring that down about 15 to 35 percent. What am what am I missing? Uh, well, so this whole like, thing started like four me. 800 pound sows, I think. This whole thing started. Hold with... on, man. I'm not. I'm not down for big strippers. That's not. That's not the party <laughs> I want to have. This whole thing started with me. Or there's like a, a text block of Rob and 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 his groomsmen, right? And I sent a text out saying like, "Hey, I'm throwing a bachelor party. It's gonna be at my folks' house. We're gonna do a uh, a crawfish boil." And everybody's like cool cool hey that's awesome i'll be there and then his brother posts i'm roasting a pig <laughs> and i was like uh unconventional rob. i looked at rob and i said um how is he doing this and he's like fuck it i don't know and i'm like okay, <laughs> well, he's gonna make a pit i don't know so then i i finally get i i, I say like on the on the chat like hey under no circumstances is my mother going to allow you to dig a hole to bury a pig to cook it it's just not going to happen. So if you have another way, that's cool. Otherwise, hey, I'm having a shrimp boil. There's plenty of uh, of of. You know, they're land. often running on like venison pizza. Yo, and... well, we're gonna have like wild boar snacks. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, and 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 then so a dog on... jerky or something. I don't Spencer, know. Spencer can be it's... the Paul of my siblings. I think I finally, I think I finally get through to him. The, that like, the hey, it, Uber camp chef. That, do you have a brother like that? Yeah, actually, one of my brothers is actually a chef, is and he, then is he, another is one he... is the hunter slash like field yeah, chef. Right. Yeah, the gatherer is, is is the cooking brother also perhaps a cripple at naming things? Uh, mm, I'm gonna no. call this pig Beth with an <laughs> with a Y and an M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so anyway. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of get through to him that like, hey, if you're going to roast this pig, you're going to need to have like a spit or something else to cook this pig on because I you can't bury it. And they're like, hey, that's cool. I built I built a spit. We're ready to go. We're going to do this pig. Flash forward to today. And this is he's already sent a link that he like he bought like a like he's a already bought the pig. pound like suckling pig. It's going to be butterflied and clean and ready to go. He texts today. 
Um, at the end of the day today, I'll be taking possession of two 400-pound sows. The fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are we... I, I actually... I, 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 I just know. said... I just said, Jesus Did he start cooking those yesterday? There's like 24 people coming to this thing. We're going to have pig forever. He's got 800 pounds of pork. And he's like, yeah, fucking Topher's going to shoot him tonight, and then we're going to clean him, and we're going to... I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you cooking them both? Because I saw the spit you made, and it's not holding 800 pounds of pork. So from my understanding, he will only be bringing one of the pigs He's going to show up with a fucking flatbed with uh -huh. two sows and at least 300 pounds of fucking hickory if you're going to cook this thing. Uh -huh. oh, second. And, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I'm not on this show that often, but Ryan just used the phrase 800 pounds of pork. Uh -huh. Nick then used the phrase he's showing up with a flatbed, uh -huh. two 400-pound sows, and uh -huh. I don't know how much hickory. Three hundred no pounds, pounds of hickory. And no one is speaking metaphorically here. No. Oh, no. Fair. No, this is We're... probably no, pretty close. This... <laughs> this is... I was dealt the cards. What? I'm We're talking about one bachelor party, 400 pound sows, mm -hmm. and no one is going for the low hanging fruit here. And. Well, here's the thing. We're only eating yes. one of them. The other one is for entertainment. So much in the last two years. It's sport. Maybe we've lost a step, okay, Chris? I'm sorry. No, I'm impressed. It's just, no, it's just a lot to take in. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's, who, just just... Left the, who just left the chat? Oh, I, think, I think Dolby surrendered. What the... Sorry, no, I, I briefly... I, I accidentally hit the general instead of hanging out. Oh. So on top of that, so we're going to have the... I mean, I, I, I'm with you, Joe. I'm kind of getting a little anxious. I, uh, We're... I, I want to, I just want, I'm going to be up pretty late. So if the pig's not ready till like nine o'clock at night, I'm still going to eat it. But I'm kind of hoping to drink coffee in your hot tub Sunday morning. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> I have no doubt that my brothers have it under control. They're... That's why, yeah. that's, I, I've entrusted it's... with it, them with it. I trust my brothers. Between a chef and whatever the fuck Spencer wants to call himself in this strange scenario that we've created, I have little doubt that they will be able to handle that I and will have a pig by dinner. I think I, I just love Topher that I don't care. Earlier. I mean, it, it, it I'm can't just showing really go up. wrong. Yeah, I'm so, going no, to be shit hammered regardless. Listen, we, got, uh, we have what I've heard so far, and this could be maybe my numbers are wrong. I've heard four gallons of Malort. Um, Oh boy. I would kind of like to know where the other three and a half gallons are coming from. <laughs> I will say, my dad, the thing my dad, who is hosting the party, is looking forward to the most um, is everyone mandatory in the pool. All right. And he wants, he plays this game called Beer Snob when we're all in the pool, where he pours everybody <laughs> like a shot of a certain beer. And you're supposed to go around the circle and you're supposed to take the drink and you're supposed to say, like, uh, like mm, I'm, I'm tasting hickory and oh and, i see uh, an old shoelace it's a, kind of a like an arsenic and lace feel to this beer i, I really like <laughs> it. i mean and if there's he, 300 pounds of hickory hickory is all you're going to be tasting oh yeah that's it and he wants to play malort snob god <laughs> where you have to take the shot of malort and then talk about it like like you're at a wine tasting mm. yes 
mmm, like mm. I taste I taste the, the fecal matter of a hundred year old goat. Ooh. Which is the closest I can get to Malort as far as mm. taste goes. Malort's not that awful. It tastes like a gypsy's curse. It is truly horrifying. Wow. <laughs> I come from Wales. We're a very uh last couple of vintages have been pretty weak. Vats of sheep dip in the Lord Days bed. (laughs) What is the worst thing? This is Chris, what is the worst what's the top no 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 what's the ten bottom culinary like if you come to Indiana, we're known for like our giant breaded tenderloins, right? You go to New York, it's pizza and you got Chicago pizza and hot dogs and everything. What's what's Welsh food? At the top end and the bottom end. Okay. We need to talk about the Welsh arrogance when it comes to cuisine. All right. All right. I'm in. The, the thing that the Welsh sell, like, they, it, it has the name of the country in it, is the Welsh Reddit. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not sure if someone, I'm not sure if, if someone who has access to the, to, who could upload yeah, pictures to the Hangout chat. Google Welsh rare bit, like rare bit, yeah, and and upload it, to the chat room and see what the result is on Google. Isn't it like an open face grilled cheese? Absolutely, it's a grilled cheese sandwich that the Welsh have succeeded in mastering consistently to a level where they're comfortable putting the name of the country on it. <laughs> it's a fucking cheese toasty. Profound. It, it's bread, cheese, bread, cheese, grilled. That's it. Now, Fantastic. At the end of the equation, we have lava bread. Lava Did bread? You say no. Lava, like magma? Or larva? Mm. No, larva, L A V E R. Lava oh, bread. Lava. Seaweed made as bread. Or. More commonly now, because people are too disgusted to actually make the bread out of seaweed, we literally uh, put seaweed, we cook seaweed, and we put it on top of the bread. That's at the other end of the scale. I like it. That, I actually do genuinely like it. Does that have like roots that's all of a it? famine or an economic crisis that just really that's, is... Also, is that literally the end all of, of it? History. It's just seaweed bread? That's not all of it. You ask for the best, which is the cheese sandwich, and you ask for the worst, which is the seaweed sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris, is that is seaweed sandwich? It's just seaweed bread. It's not like there's also like a bacon jam or a tomato. It's just seaweed bread. Listen to your listen to your fancy mouth. Um, Look, in England, England itself (laughs) has been trying to get out of its gastronomic obscurity by saying, you know, it's not even really bread. So yeah, England's been trying to get out of its of its sort of culinary hellhole by saying we have gastro pubs and we make like fancy pies and shit like that. Welsh can't do that ever. A fancy gastro pub in Wales has cheese toasties and seaweed toasties, and that's it. No shit. If you go to Wales, if you go to Wales, if you move to Wales, it's like being a, a prepper for the apocalypse, a doomsday prepper. You need to bring all your canned goods with you until you leave. So what are you saying? I'm gonna visit. I'm gonna visit Wales and eat at a Taco Bell. Hmm? If you bring the Taco Bell with you from America, you, you don't have a Taco Bell. Why, in does uh, how how does Welsh customs treat that? If I were to show up with say, 
an entire uh, a Mexican met- restaurant. Ass ton of yeah, fucking Mexican fixings in two I duffels. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I think it's a kilo I ass. Taco Bell Wales. Taco Bell is opening its first Welsh restaurant in March. Well, there you oh, go. Really? The first 100 customers Wait. will receive a free T-shirt. March next year or March this year? This year. It opened this year in Cardiff on St. Mary Street. There you go. My God. Brexit was all worth it if we get Taco Bell. <laughs> hey, what's the name of that really long-named town you got there? And I can tell you they don't have a fucking Taco Bell. They don't. Did you just, don't what, did you just, what sounds did you just make there? It's Welsh. It's, it's, a, it's a brave man who opens a Taco Bell in Wales because most Welsh towns have a double L in it, but in Welsh a double L is pronounced Tla. So technically it would be Taco Bell. I dated oh. her in high school. Show title. <laughs> Actually. Taco Bell. <laughs> Was it a it's compliment a... or uh, or not so good? <laughs> was she was she overweight or was she over easy? Over easy. It uh, was. Right. It's more of a tuna joke, which is it can go either way. Thirteen it... hours and forty five minutes flying and driving to get from where we are right now to get to the Taco Bell in Wales. <laughs> I thought, I thought I'm not let you know. I in case you were wondering, I can't for Rob for your bachelor party. We have a guy coming whose specialty is the the hot Mexican stripper shop. Okay. If you want, I can get a, a line of those for your bachelor party. If you want a shot of hot Mexican strippers. I don't. That just don't, sounds like tequila with sure? fucking Tabasco in it. Well, and paint thinner. There, there is Tabasco. I feel like I've and only there done is worse tequila. things to my body, but there is Tabasco and there is tequila. Uh huh. What's the X factor? Tuna juice. Your ass hurts. Oh. Like from a oh, can. Oh. I'll hard hard pass. <laughs> I love you. So Rob. you're out. I'll, I'll be I'll be at the other end of the pool with Joe drinking the Malort. <laughs> And actually being grateful for it. Yeah, and being fucking <laughs> ecstatic. Okay, so you're, out, you're out. Lord. So you're out I'm on the hot Mexican food. You need to the Lord marketing team. We're better than the <laughs> tuna juice shop. Uh, are you talking an, about Ryan's high school experience again? Because, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's tuna flavored glazed donut is the thing. Ben County Lore. Wow. Oh. No, too much? Wow, no, it's just the most reluctant show title I've ever typed. (laughs) I'm just trying to get primed for the weekend. You guys want to know what tuna gets uh, autocorrected to? I hope tuna. Tina. Tina. How are you misspelling tuna that it needs autocorrect? No, listen, my, my phone is... Uh, I never misspell the word talk, but it automatically autocorrects it to y'all. Yeah, and I don't know why. Bitch. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, it's not your phone. It's you have galloping senility. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. That might be. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You're, I tell you what, you are, you are currently 
one, two, three, four, five. You are currently six of my seven show titles you've created tonight, Chris. So, fire. That's awesome. So, how have you been, man? We haven't really even checked in on you. Who, me? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a father for the second time. Oh, My I thought you man. already had my Nice. Congratulations, brother. Congrats. Thank you. For uh, in March. Uh, how soon? How's what, sir? How soon? In March. When they get a new Taco Bell in Wales. Ah. Uh, exactly. Every, every, every time they open a Taco Bell, I have a kid in Wales. Every March. <laughs> <laughs> which, which sadly means that by 2023, I will have to murder both my children. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, <laughs> children, as there are Taco Bells in Wales, I get it. Exactly. So when they, when they, the joke being, when they close down, I have to sacrifice my child. Yep. Like Abraham. How, how yep. long have you been back in uh, jolly old Wales? Uh, well, the last time I was in Wales was five years ago. Yeah, you're. Uh, he's not in Wales uh, currently. I live, in, oh. I live in the Netherlands. I thought you were somewhere else. But he's a, he's as a... if you were first person Welshing. He's a no, Nederlander. No. I'm a Nederlander. Like Ned? Like Ned. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm investigating the, uh, the criminal depths, the criminal underworld of the Dutch. I'm, I'm helping the Dutch government identify how cocaine enters the country. Not a bicycle theft, I assume. Well, probably in a, in a hooker's butt. But that's easy I was going to say in the ass of a sex So what are you doing with the other five days of the week but after you've solved there. Netherlands <laughs> Nick, crime syndicate? Nick, Nick, the fact that when presented with how does cocaine get to the Netherlands, you say <laughs> in a hooker's ass, and I say in the butt of a sex worker <laughs> within fucking minutes of each other is, I don't know if that speaks to you and me or what that speaks to. I think it but, speaks yeah. to Dutch customs, but the first thing I thought of was like, I have you could have just called me. I mean, I would would, uh, update your sociological stereotypes about the Dutch because prostitution is legal Uh. and and consumption of drugs for personal use is legal. Um, I did not know that. Second part, and and European, well, in 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 small amounts. And the uh, in a and and because of COVID, uh, European borders are favored. Are fa- Europeans are favoring train movements. Uh, so every single part of that joke was outdated, racist, uh, and economically biased. And I'm ashamed of both of you. Um, this show for me is the is like Fareed Zakaria level knowledge of. Global I, trade. I, I apologize. Actually, it's just you and to. We know that we, we know <laughs> that you're slumming it when you're with these three. Um, so for you to engage in such crass uh, stereotypes of a country that you've never visited is deplorable. I want to apologize to you and all the other apple flappins out there. Uh, <laughs> I the the coke that is coming in is not a problem. And it is clearly, uh, I was wrong, it is coming in in the butts of uh, middle-class dignitaries. Oh. Mm. I mean, the fact that you are clogging up this show come through the butts of white dignitaries? With your, with, your, with your windmilling attempts at remaining relevant. 
Um, just, that's, just, a, that's a Dutch blast out there for everybody listening. It's time to um, wake up and smell Christ. the fucking I think we need to rudder this conversation in some other direction. Yeah. No, because... Oh, I, I thought we were doing on a play on various Dutch things. Never mind. Oh, they have rudders? Oh, Dutch rudder. Hey! Suddenly this conversation is falling flat. <laughs> hey! <laughs> God. As I said, flat. I can't believe I didn't catch a Dutch Hey, right let's now. just let's just put our finger in it for now, and uh, <laughs> and, and we'll get back to this. No, okay. okay. I, that was, oh, I thought you were doing a joke. Yeah, I, I thought you were on. doing a plugs thing. I'm sorry. I am, but via 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 Dutch, via plugs Dutch, I'm, Dutch listen, joke. I'm I'm not ready to. I mean, if we do the plugs, that Ooh. means we come back for the second half of the show, which means that we have to lose Chris for our second guest, and I'm not ready to say goodbye to Chris. We gotta leave that uh, in the oven for just a little bit longer. Okay, the thing is, I'm I'm talking to HP Quaid actually in the in the guest chat, and he exclusively wants to talk about his book project. Well, well, I mean, he he has been waiting to come on for a couple weeks. So, well, Chris, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good, we love hearing you, man. Uh, Good luck guess... with the new baby and the uh, and, and the, the taco bars. Thank you, Nick. And uh, next time, let's think of some better dyke jokes. I, I'd... Okay. We yep. can. We started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's throw the We've plug taken in. We so from can... camp hash to to Dutch dyke jokes, so I would. Let's we'll sharpen it. Let's put the plugs in so we can get the HP Quaid. Hold on, let me put some Vaseline on my finger and go. Joe, can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever been in the market for like a a really well thought out but haphazardly designed T-shirt? I am. Constantly in the market for a well thought out, haphazardly designed T-shirt. You know where you can get them? No. GCL.threadless.com. You're telling me I can get a well thought out but poorly designed T-shirt at GCL.threadless.com? That's what I'm, dude. That's exactly what I'm telling you. GCL.threadless.com. If you go to that website. That's what you'll find. Huh. Hey, Rob, you want to talk about our good buddies over at waywardraven.com? ASAP and Alex? I'd love to. Those are the same person. ASAP and Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Also great people. Split personalities, multiple personalities. Either way, it's our go-to spot for cool gear, novelties. uh, Signed horsemen. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. All manner of horsemen. At least four of them. Uh, original projects, very cool stuff. Um, longtime friends and supporters of this show. We love their work, and you can find them and their quality products at waywardraven.com. And you can use our special discount code, Rob. What is it? It's Neckbeard. It is Neckbeard. Go there, and you can receive a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. Right now. Like now. Fucking go. We'll wait. We won't. Yeah, no. Wayward, wayward Raven with a V dot com. Neckbeard. Discount code. Discount code. Neckbeard. Holla. 
Okay, so this uh, this is a long time coming. A couple weeks ago, uh, we talked on the show about what our uh, our Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction would be um, for Harry Potter, and we came up with uh, the book Castle Dreams, which, if Sorry, I remember correctly, gets me. our our main character is the human human offspring of a mermaid and a centaur. That's who right. is forced to go to the uh, cryptozoological high school um, because she is a cryptid, technically, and, uh, and she uh, doesn't like it there, but she finds belonging in a, uh, a suspicious foxtail butt plug butt club. Plug club. And, uh, and, and this is the book Castle Dreams. And we wanted it to be written by H.B. Quaid. And so we we sent him that episode, and it turns out H. B. Quaid wanted to write the book. I and, was, I mean, I was floored and touched. And he is with us tonight. Uh, uh, H. B. Thank you for thanks for joining us. Non, bon, alors, premièrement, je veux vous remercier du fond du cœur pour m'avoir invité ce soir. Uh, premièrement, je, je trouve que sorry what. Oh, I, agree. So I mean, not, I, agree. I agree. We're not, and... we're not doing. The, we're not doing the French media tour anymore. Uh, no. Can try. Hang on, hang on. Who am I on with? <laughs> GCL. What, what is GCL? This is Geekcast okay. Live. We're live. We're live. Oh, fuck. Uh, shit. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's us. We're the ones who kind of fed you the. Uh... <laughs> sorry, 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 guys. Sorry. You I, I'm I'm a very busy man. Um, I have a question. Yes. Why is it so? Mer Mer Mermaid and Center, Cryptozoological mm -hmm. High School, mm -hmm. Bud Plug Club. Uh, mm -hmm. You realize there are already thirty different animes with exactly this uh, plot. <laughs> yes. We did. Yes. We did. But they haven't but been done in novel form yet. They they have. I've been hit with seventeen different copyright claims since you gave me this contract. Uh, but I we think what that, sets we us apart. To our lawyer, and no, 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 there was there was a what, what, centaur no, no, no. mermaid, but not mermaid centaur, and they absolutely were not. They were there was butt play involved, but not particularly the foxtail butt play. So I think no, we're actually on fairly firm footing. The problem is it cannot be a centaur mermaid because they don't have butts. Mermaid centaur. But she have doesn't butt. have the parts of either. She's just human up top, human down below. That's that's the that's yes. the rub, See? as they say. Yes. Yeah. And her brother is a seahorse. You have you have just saved. If you had told me this yesterday, you would have saved me a lot of money. It's it's well, just get lost in translation. A I bit. will send us. I will send that to you out of my advance I got from our publisher, no, 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 which I will not, not name. Random House. The, the <laughs> problem is I'm saying <laughs> to the therapist after looking at the preliminary sketches you sent me last time. Oh, that was uh, from my private collection. Did I, I'm, you... I'm, very, I'm very aware of that, Rob, and, and I would appreciate if you never share that private collection with anybody ever again. <laughs> Get bad news for the... our Patreon supporters. <laughs> oh, dear God. Did you get the swag box that we gave you with the uh, various uh, emblazoned uh, butt plug club paraphernalia? Uh... Is is that what keeps moving around my living room? No, no, no. It's the uh, the coffee no, mug with the uh, with the no. thirteen inch foxtail that uh, no, hangs off Nick, the side of it. Nick, I sent him the the Roomba with the butt plug. 
Oh, nice. You did get it. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. So that is Jerry? most likely moving around your living room. Yes. It's is it uh, the HB? Is it the Roomba? The Roomba? Is he hard of hearing or foreign? I don't what know. Is, what is, what is, whatever it is, my wife got pregnant just after you said it. It's the Roomba. I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I also have a Roomba, and it sounds like little kids. Um, <laughs> that's that's yep. That's my Roomba. Does uh. uh so could you tell us a little bit about the writing process for Castle Dreams now that we've gotten past the legalese or or do you still need any clarification as to why well um our girl actually does our main character does have a butthole what what i need to understand primarily is which one of you is the inspiration for the mermaid center joe um right now obviously i that is what i understood on a on a primarily sort of primarily raw sexual level uh, when I did the, the character analysis, Joe is obviously the, the only one of you who has sex on a regular basis. Um, but um, fair, fair. But beyond that, the proclivities, uh, how, how did you come up with the, with the sort of Greek mythological proclivities of <clears throat> sexual proclivities of this character? Can you, can you walk but me through? Again, again really, it, it all comes, it starts and ends with Joe. I mean, he is a, uh, he, he both serves as like our, our moral compass and our, mm -hmm pillar of debauchery so Sex um, I, I, and, and i think the word i Sorry, think guys. the term joe just used which is also our newest show title is um sex mages and oh, i said muse but mages works oh mm -hmm. and so that's really what a lot of times when i'm i've called him mid uh, like mid coitus <laughs> and said joe not having a problem per se but my rhythm's off and he'll recommend a song or sometimes I'll just put the, the uh, earbuds in and he'll just hum and yeah, I'll just, talk I'll just find it. it. I'll find the rhythm <laughs> in his, I, something you don't know about Joe or you probably do HB is that um, when they were big, Joe loved Gregorian chants and I think he still does. Joe, can I you do. hum us? Can you hum that one that you that you throw me when I've got my when my hips aren't in sync? The one you talked me through last time. Yes, it's it's something like this, like um. Yeah, that fits. Gentlemen, we have not sold the movie rights uh, to this book. Perhaps we shouldn't be looking at uh, you know the original soundtrack. This is a bit this is a bit early. Oh, that, that's that's uh, that's that's I've a not for publication. I've never like this on the show before in my life. That um, was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> right, right, it's coming um, apart. Okay, I love it. <laughs> I think Ryan is 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 uh, slightly ahead of himself. Um, Joe, um, can you tell me when uh, when Ryan uh, walks into your bedroom uh, while you are making love to your beautiful wife, and he asks you to hum him a song? Uh, what Hummer? is the first thing that goes through your brain? What was that? I didn't hear the last question. Ryan part of walked I into and asked you for a Hummer. Mid coitus. We're family. Okay. HP, what was that? Qu what was that I'm question again? I'm sorry. I'm very badly for this. Okay, uh, I have never written anything in my life, 
I am a, a mildly talented uh, garlic salesman, and you contacted me and offered me an advance of garlic. of $25. So, Nicolas Cordero, will you please butt out and let me carry out my uh, author interview? Indeed. So, so Mr. Sneden, when Joe asks you uh, for a, a hammer, some sort of military vehicle, when you're making love to your wife, uh, what is the first thing that goes through your brain? I apologize. There was the snickering. I didn't hear the very last part of the what, question. What was the, what was the first thing that what? That goes through your brain. What do you get when he asks for help? Yes. No, uh, 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 yeah. Um, Bombs Away by Foxy Shazam is the very first thing. He asks for help. And it's immediately bombs away. And that's all I can sing before the. Uh, Again, we are not talking about, about your inspiration for the character. Oh, you want the inspiration. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. My, my, my first thought is to. Uh, I, what I try to do is I try to get myself into uh, uh, the higher level of consciousness that I need to get to. And that's that's why I use I use Foxy Shazam's bombs away to get myself there, um, because of the ghoulish overkill. It it really it liberates me sexually so that I can. What method of illegal drugs do you use at this time? Sorry. What method of illegal drugs do you use at this time? Oh no, drugs! I'm high on God. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You. He's high on your God. Uh... Yes, yeah, I I meditate daily, and and it it helps me. I I I seek the the inner divine so that I can connect to the outer divine. Right. Okay. And that's that's how I, I that's how I get high. Um, one of the interesting I, I, things about illegal drugs is um, they connect to specific neurotransmitters in your brain, and the reason those are there are is because your body can actually produce similar chemicals. And so what I've done is I've I've spent much time uh, learning how to how to create those chemicals myself for my own uh, benefit. Now you see. Now this is this is exactly what I needed because I'm I'm writing chapter three, where the mermaid centaur has tapped into the root system of primeval forests and is having a gangbang with all types of trees at the same time. Now, what, what I'm lacking right now is what sounds, how to differentiate the orgasmic sounds of different types of trees. Uh, mahogany, obviously, is very obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, is yes. obvious. Cedar, cedar is very easy. Um, but uh, Mr. Bass, Mr. Bass, could you help me? What in your mind, and I want you to just, to just, to just, uh, to just, Vo vocalize exactly what the first thing that comes to mind. What would be the orgasmic sound of a maple tree? Ah! Uh, Mr. Bass, I, I must ask you to take this seriously. What okay. would not a cherry tree, not a cherry tree, a maple okay. tree? A maple tree. Um, well, I feel like that's got to be more of a drip. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Mr. Bass, in all my years, I have never met a man as creatively void as yourself. Please remove <laughs> Uh, Mr. 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 Cordero, let us move. Let us move to chapter five, which is so depraved that I only can only think it comes from uh, from your debauched. Yeah, I th your, your debauched I thank mind. you. Um, you recently had a child, correct? That is true. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, now, as a father of of a, of a young child, um, how did you come up with such depravity? Uh well, you know, the baby's got to get made. You know. 
<laughs> yes. Just um, I'm, I'm not familiar with uh, all the physiological processes of aliens in our galaxy, but nothing in Chapter 5 uh, speaks of procreation to me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get down. Get down. Good Is Lord. Yes, no, I understand. Okay, well, Mr. Colby... You know what I'm saying? You don't. No, I, I, you don't. no I don't. No, trust me. No, nothing you have ever said ever made sense to me. Um, <laughs> uh, now, uh, Ryan, uh, how did you come up with the title, Castle Dreams? Uh, because uh, as far as I know, there is no castle in this book. Uh, no, it's actually based on castle doctrine, which means that you're allowed to defend. It's an American uh, thing. Where you're allowed to defend what is yours, your castle. Um, and I've always felt that the lead character um, felt that way about her ass. And so... The castle... ass is the castle of the body. <laughs> Yes, mm. which is mm. our general show's mm. thesis that we've been – it's been almost 400 episodes, and the thing that we've been trying to get through to every listener is that – It's taken six years to convey is, it. Is the castle of the body, which is, which is why we're here, really, is – you know, this, this book is really our thesis. Is your, is your thesis on the doctrine of medieval siege warfare? In, in that – um, you would have to use siege warfare to breach my castle's wall or sphincter. And in that, in that we understand uh, ahead of uh, Mr. Bass's uh, wedding that his uh, wedding tackle looks and functions exactly like a very small medieval trebuchet. Yes. Yeah. Except yeah, that I've also already called Prima Nocta, so... That was like on, on four Rob, episodes ago. Isn't isn't he related to you? No, Rob spiritually. Spiritually. Well, I'm only because he has breached the castle of my Your body. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, so that's how I came up with the title. So if you think of castle in that term, and then put the word dreams, imagine. Imagine sieging the castle. Now, uh, my or legal team is, is they have, and they have a few. My legal team is next to me, and they have a few concerns about the high school uh, segment of the book. Um, you say to me in the original email uh, that the educational value of this high school is to impart cryptozoological sexual techniques to the students. Correct. Correct. Yes. Um, the problem is, is that in the, in the contract, you also say that uh, this book is purely uh, fictional and any similarity to living or dead people or uh, real-world human practices is, is, not, is not present. All of it is from your own mind, yes? You're very diseased, very <laughs> diseased minds. Yes, correct. Now, uh, you are all from the state of uh, Indiana. Uh, and I looked at the Indiana educational curriculum, and I'm afraid that somebody copied the section on cryptozoological sexual practices is lifted directly from the Indiana educational curriculum. Yes, uh, and, and yes, but where where it is not directly lifted from is the Illinois curriculum, which is where uh, two of the four of us live in Illinois. And so, uh, since this was originated in Illinois. 
um, it's a it's technically Illinois IP at this point, which although we have to attribute that to disgraced Governor Rob Blagojevich, due yeah. to you know, well, he legalese. is well, and and he's vastly familiar with with cryptozoological sexual practices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, so now so is, I think we'll be okay. Tell your legal team that we're okay. But not good by Mr. Blagojevich. I think we need to carry out uh, commission our own poll and scientific study as to which animal's rectum can contain the most malort with limited leakage. Because that is, the, that is the culmination. That is the culmination of the movie, of the of the, well, of the book, the malort giraffe uh, anal leakage scene. Uh, that's, I would say that that's probably right. a walrus. They're waterproof. Eating a number mm. of, Welsh, of Welsh seaweed lava bread sandwiches was very easy to write. Nick is actually correct with giraffe, yeah. even, but we don't technically count the giraffe as cryptozoological. We just don't believe it exists. Yeah, for mm. birds, we're not so, believers. So, while that doesn't answer your question, nothing that, the that was not that, that is our we're stance giraffe. officially. Okay. Uh, have you can have you done double blind scientific testing? Two. Right. What I would like you to do, all of you, all of you, particularly uh, Rob. Yes. I would like you right now, one by one, to go and see your wives, and ask. Walk into the rooms where they are. Wake them up if you need to, and ask them, darling of my life, um, which animal available in the state of Illinois do you think would be able to hold as much malort as, as they could in their anal cavities without leakage. Go. All right, give me give me a second. I'm on, I'm right. on my way. This, yeah, is, on. this is fantastic. Baby. Baby. I'm sorry. I know. Yes, it, I'm I'm on the podcast. Uh, just real quick, you look great. Uh, native animal that can hold a metric fuck out of my lord. In its anal cavities, Nicholas. In its, in, cavities. In, in its general butthole area. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That makes sense. Yep. No, they, I concur. Burmese I... python. Hey, Nat. Hey, uh, sorry. It's, to... uh, the, for Illinois, it's... it's uh, a sh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, hey, hey, Natalie, sorry to wake you. What animal native to Illinois could hold the most malort in its ass? Anything? But to be honest, nothing. I, okay, I am, she doesn't know, guys. Lindsay said for Illinois, that native creature, a Southside Irishman. I don't know what that um, means. Anything? Gentlemen, I'm not but joking. Uh, answer. Rob's suggestion of Burmese Python led me to write Burmese Python in anus into Google, and I'm now looking at pictures of prolapsed rectums of Burmese pythons. I just uh, I just woke my anus. wife up, and uh, she had no answer. But then on my way out of the room, she said, "Fuck you." So, <laughs> oh, so a sheep? She says. Oh, a sheep. Yeah, probably a yeah, sheep. It was a riddle. Yeah. Um, wow. Sorry, this is Chris, so this on, Chris my way, on my way um, out of the room. None of you know the, none, of, none of you know the butt capacity of sheep better than a Welshman. Okay, and and we don't have the <laughs> Lord of Wales either. They don't even sell it at the Taco Bell. <laughs> uh -huh. 
my my wife, uh, colloquially known as as Lady Science, uh, says one of the elephants at the zoo. <laughs> you know what I'm ashamed of, honestly. Maybe not ashamed. Patient for the next uh, field trip of the GCL team. Yeah. Yes. Maybe, maybe kind of proud. I don't know what it is. I'm the only one who actually went and woke up their wife. My wife, for some reason, is in the kitchen making pancakes right now. Why is your wife? Hold on. She's got like a pancake batter. It's night lunch. I don't know. Oh, you make a night lunch? Yeah, dark lunch. I think. Dark lunch. Oh, that's what we call it, dark lunch. What is is this travesty? Night lunch? It's called a midnight feast. (laughs) We call it dark lunch, and we're actually trying to write a cookbook. So when you're done with Castle Dreams, HB, if you'd like to do our cookbook, dark lunch, (laughs) you're welcome. By the way, what does HB stand for? Uh, Horatio Blast Furnace. (laughs) Hmm? Horatio Blast Furnace. Um, it, it, it actually is a, a Latin a Latin name uh, from the from the, the patrician family Blast Furnace. Um, but yes, it, it's a pen name. Right? It is a pen name. My real name is is never going to be revealed to you, bunch of fucking freaks. Probably wise. That's fair. Very very wise. Um, now my next question: um, When do I get paid, and how much do I get paid for this? Yes. Upon upon completion, and of of the first uh, draft manuscript, mm-hmm. and and uh, in exposure, in exp- <laughs> I was going to say we're going to pay you in shower curtains, gentlemen. I'm looking. Shower we're going to pay you in. in I'm, uh, looking, I'm looking at pictures of the prolapsed anus of a bar, of a Burmese python. I'm being exposed to quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not joking. If you type Burmese Python anus and look and click images on Google, you will see it. I'm, it's, it's, I won't. No. It's already this far to the right. Yep. Uh, there is, everything has a limit. No, we're going to get pictures. The limit does not exist. Burmese Python anus. I want all of you to Google it. Wow. The very yeah. first link is prolapsed rectum. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Ballpythons.net. Yep. Yeah. Because, the, because there is a fetishist website for this. I got to be honest this, with you. I did not know that snakes even had rectums. This yeah. is what I have to explain to you, gentlemen, and then I will leave this interview. You believe that you are being uh, somehow original, that you are being somehow uh, groundbreaking in your sexual depictions of a mermaid centaur and a cryptozoological high school fuckery. But this is the internet. Everything has already been published. Everything has already... The, the, the depths of every... Uh, mental and 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 physiological uh, trauma have been have been plumbed. There is nothing original here. You are derivative, You're derivative gentlemen. But our our oh, character yeah, no, names that's... our character names are fantastic. That's true. I don't think we I don't think we've named the character the main character of the book. Yeah, we did. No, I don't think we did. But I think it was Matriculus Jackson. Oh shit! <laughs> it was Matriculus. <laughs> <laughs> If memory serves me, I find that it... on the interwebs, DB. And now, uh, to start with, my name is HB Asshole, and Jermaine Jackson has, <laughs> trust me, so many hidden kids, one of them is probably called Matriculi. Wow. I love it. HB, thanks for joining us, man. You're, you are it's, most welcome, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. pleasure.
Hey, if you want to, I, I, I know how you guys take your pleasure, and I really hope it wasn't. <laughs> HB, we well, are, you are uh, the man that brought us Python news. So, hey, well, good, good night. Now, can we please get back to the French media too? Yes. Well, well no. yes. Uh, we'd like to invite you back when you've got a little bit more written. Uh, oh, okay, he's French now. Uh, we're, hopefully, we get to go back to Chris Dolby. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Joe, can you find Chris Dolby on the dial? Uh, yes. Dial him in. Beep boop. Uh, um, can you please fire your booking agent? What the hell was that? that that's our, uh, that's our Foley yeah, it's our author. That was a sad trombone. It's our author. Of, we're writing, Chris, we're writing a book. We'll, I'll tell you about it offline. It was the least convincing French accent I've ever heard. Oh, you Some don't think he's French? No. He's got to be. I think that was Rob putting on a voice. Rob does Russian. He doesn't do French. Yeah, we all have our thing. None of it's French. From what I was hearing, quite a lot of it is French. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you guys, as our guest, you, you, get, you get to tell us what we're geeking on or not. Or No, wait, that's not it. You get yeah, to go you first. It. <laughs> you get to go first. Um, we're actually, geeking I'm... on. <laughs> So for many years. No, no, no. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I gotta restart. Chris, you know us all (laughs) as well as anyone else. This week, we want you, our guest, to tell us what we're geeking on. Which is a great. You want me to guess what each? No, don't no, 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 not guess. Tell us. Okay, so uh, not joking aside, um, I was paid by the Chinese Communist Party for quite a few years mm-hmm. um, to make their propaganda read good, and I'm I've just had <laughs> well, a game the called... most amazing oh, sentence you are, that's ever been uttered on you, this show. No, yeah. because eight no, years. no, no, it's not because the last time he was on, he talked about being on an airplane with some Belarusians. That's true. That's true. And, that's and this. listen to me, I'm more the more and more we have Chris on the show. The more I'm convinced that he is truly the international man of mystery. And I was once denied, I was once rejected for an interview with the with the president of a small West African country because he thought I was CIA. That's not joking. Fantastic. You are fucking killing Nick right now. With anyway. With um, headline after headline. Of story after story that Nick wants to have said was him. True, all true. Nick, and and you're, you're killing him, um, Chris. I my life is not fruitful enough. In three to four weeks, when my wife is not mad at me anymore for waking her up on a Wednesday <laughs> night to ask her how much malort could an Illinois animal hold, <laughs> I would like. I would. I would invite you to just live in my home. <laughs> um, could I be wrapped in perspex before I do so? Sure. Do whatever you want. You're an international no, man. You're a spy. It's the only way I would survive the bacteriological warfare that is your jacuzzi at this point. Oh, are you <laughs> talking, if you're, well, not specifically my jacuzzi and also America, but. Well, 
Um, but to get back to geeking, I am playing a game. I just finished a game called Beholder Two. Mm, Beholder Two. Mm-hmm. I'm not Jesus. I, we've moved Show on from title. The I just, I just work here. It's uh, Dobby's Beholder, as in like Eye of the Beholder. But Beholder Two, in which you play a, an automaton, like a, a, a faceless clerk in a dictatorial. In a brutal, repressive dictatorial regime, and you have to make your way up the corporate ladder of this dictatorial regime. Um, it, it doesn't sound fun. It is amazing. It, like it, it, it's truly the. It captures the essence of what it is to live in, like to be a, a government employee in like communist China or something. Like that. It is. It is exquisitely well done. Uh, oh my so that God. Is what I... Sounds amazing. It is no like it. I'm not exaggerating. It's one of the most original and fun video games I've played in a long. What did you say this is called again? Behold, Beholder two. Beholder two. I'm looking into this. This sounds. I'm fantastic. gonna get you a link, my friend. Gonna drop it right in the chat. You guys are crooning. Uh, well, they're still trying to come up with ideas for the original <laughs> soundtrack of Castle Dreams movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks fascinating. Which all like Welsh choirs, I think. Nobody would understand what you're saying anyway. <laughs> In fact, no, the original. I must go look up a Welsh choir and listen to what it sounds like. Well, hey, the, the Welsh, uh, all joking aside, the Welsh choir music is really good. I believe but that. Maybe the original soundtrack to, uh, to Castle Dreams could just be Rob trying to pronounce and then tuning it to different frequencies. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I think that'd be amazing. Yes. Like now load Chris. it into a theremin and just go. Now, Chris, oh. now yeah. you have to say what you think Joe is geeking on this week. I think that Joe has reached the limit of what he can glean off the Wikipedia page for the Bible and has actually begun reading it and is surprisingly enjoying it. You are weirdly so close to being right. Uh, um, This Exodus guy seems really cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild because it's it's like he's named after my cousin Exodus. Yeah. I have a cousin named Exodus. Just by the way. so you're wondering. He's also he's also just learned how to spell the word testament, which you know is 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 testament to his dedication to religion. <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, no, I think Joe's just geeking about the Bible. Okay, nailed it. You you did very well there, uh, Chris. What is Nick geeking on this week? Also the Bible. Just kidding. No. Well, what do I know of Nick? So, from what I understand, he's a frustrated man of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. That's. I I think I think he's planning to write the A to Z of ecotourism for Wisconsin. (laughs) I wasn't Um, going to, but. I'm suddenly. Uh, I suddenly have no other purpose. Light bulb. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, what I would say, given current events, don't start with Kenosha. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I, th I think uh, I think uh, frustrate uh, you know a future career as a frustrated ecological travel writer is is where Nick is heading. That's um, strong to very strong. You are two for two, uh, Chris. What am I geeking on this week? You know what, Ryan? I I would not presume to guess. I think I, I will let you answer that question. Uh, no, you are you are you are a man of of, of exquisite taste. Um, I, I would only be removing the pleasure of America hearing what you're geeking on. For Rob, I have a very specific idea, but for you, I, I will let you take the floor. No, I got nothing. No, okay, fine. No, actually, uh, I uh, I I've been uh, uh, I've cooked uh, two meals this week, Monday, Tuesday. Tonight was baseball practice, so we didn't have anything tonight, but. Uh, the last two nights, I have been a, a wizard in the kitchen. Nice. Uh, I really enjoy cooking meals, and uh, you know they're good, but you're waiting for your family to kind of show you or tell you that they're good. And you sit down as, as a table of five with three young kids, and they like to talk and tell stories about their day, and no one says a word. Because the food is being shuffled into their mouths and savored, that's a really that's a really cool feeling. It's one of but the that's best. What I, that's what I'm geeking on this yeah. week. And for Rob, um, yes. Now I presume you're all familiar with Chuck Tingle. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Intimately, <laughs> yes. Rob, uh, um, I will let uh, Joe find the link. Rob is geeking out on the Tingle verse. Which is the official Chuck Tingle role playing game? What? Uh, There's a Chuck Tingle role playing game? There are four books. There's the role playing game handbook. Oh my God. There's the monster guide. There's the living object handbook. And there's the void campaign setting. All of them in the Tingle verse. This is the single greatest gift that any person has given me. We need an affiliate link. <laughs> is, is it really Chuck Tingle's Escape from the Billings Mall? Wow. Yes. <laughs> now, I believe that Chuck Tingle is, and I'm not joking, I believe Chuck Tingle is very open to media interviews and would likely accept an interview to the show. We should further investigate this because this is, this is truly game-changing. <laughs> I Chuck Tingle on Chris, the show, I demand Chris. to be on it. I was yeah. just gonna. I was just going to say, if and when, fuck it, when Chuck Tingle comes on the show, what a great to run, <laughs> to run the campaign in the Tingleverse with us as players. I demand you join us. There's risk. There's risk involved. Yeah. Because if. Anyone is going to sue you for copyright infringement on Castle Dreams. <laughs> Chuck Tingle. Yeah, that's true. Listen, I, if that's the least of the risks, I'm in for it. Because I will, I will gladly fuck your ass with the Velociraptor. Because that's something that Chuck Tingle would want to do. I hope that's the name of our do. one shot, too. Huh? Absolutely. This one is, shot is prolapsed Velociraptor. This yeah. is so cool. The Tingleverse. This wow. is the art for this 
is stellar. Oh my god, it looks like Skyrim uh, assets. That would... <laughs> Amazing. Let me read you <laughs> the the blurb for the Chuck Tingle role playing game setting. You ready? Yes. Sporting events at the Billings Community Center are ending in angry outbursts, and in the woods nearby, sightings of the manifested concept of rage are becoming more and more frequent. Could the nice. two be related? An entrepreneur moves to Montana and opens up a petting zoo for creatures of the void. They claim the cages are secure, but when a big storm rolls into Billings, some of the creatures escape. Was this their plan all along? Your reverse twin shows up with a mysterious box, looking for a place to stay. <laughs> Strange noises are heard from the basement of the Billings Library at night. These adventures and more await you in the Tingleverse, the official Chuck Tingle role-playing game, which thrusts you directly into the middle of your very own Chuck Tingle story. This rulebook contains a group of buckaroos you'll need, including four playable types, the Bigfoot, <laughs> the Dinosaur, the Human, and the Unicorn. Five trots, Bad Boy, Charmer, Sneak, True Buckaroo, and Wizard. <laughs> Several unique ways, as well as hundreds of cool moves that are specifically crafted for each unique playstyle. Within these 270 plus pages, <laughs> you will also find various magical items and a menagerie of monsters. Ranging from pesky void crabs to this villainous. Pesky void crabs. Ranging from pesky void crabs to this villainous Ted Cobbler himself. Ted the Cobbler. only question left is, what are you waiting for? <laughs> the adventure be begins now. Holy shit, if we're not Good playing Lord. this as soon <laughs> as possible. <laughs> I might actually even subscribe. There's an expansion pack where you get two new character types to save <laughs> the woody mother. <laughs> I want to play the woolly mammoth sneak class. <laughs> um, dibs on dinosaur wizard. I'd like to be a true buckaroo Bigfoot, please. <laughs> and, but hey, um, uh, Nick actually gets to play something that he's always wanted to play the bad boy human type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Jesus. If you get uh, the uh, the living objects expansion, <laughs> you can wield the powers of a living donut. Thought I would share. Wow. Of course. Quickly, did you just eat yourself? Yes. God. You can wield the living object physical manifestation of a nice afternoon. <laughs> a physical manifestation of this game. Nice. Let me read to you a <laughs> an honest to god review of the gaming system itself. Game to review as well. 
There's another problem with the lack of editing that will be very, very apparent to D20 fans, but perhaps not to Tingle fans trying out RPGs for the first time. It's very clear that the system reference document for the D20 open game license was a springboard for this game system. But unfortunately, in some instances, the esteemed Mr. Tingle forgot to copy and paste his own words into the description. Whoops. (laughs) Take the lube spell, for instance, which has replaced Greece in the standard fantasy setting. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking perfect. No, I mean, I hope Jack Tingle is a millionaire off this. For real. The thing is, okay, while Chuck Tingle obviously is, <clears throat> is ridiculous, there is some genuine fucking amazing comedy here. In the midst of living objects, in a time of wokeness, the fact that you can play as a gingerbread them. <laughs> <laughs> this is... here, here's another review. You ready? Here's the bottom line. If you want to run a sexually explicit game in a bizarro universe, there are just flat out so many better systems to use. (laughs) 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 Spoken like somebody who's truly been around the block. Hey, Chris. I don't know if we can can end on on a higher note than that. No, we can't. Chris. What I love about the review which, which uh, Ryan was talking about is that someone really took is taking this apart as if it's like a disappointing <laughs> RPG system. I'm like, fuck off, it's the Tingle. I want to know what I need to do. We, whenever we inevitably reach out to Chris, uh, to Chuck Tingle, my apologies, hmm. uh, I want to know what we need to do to man his Gen Con booth. Oh my god. Listen, I will wow. listen. Wow. I will spend There's... my entire weekend planted at that booth robert i have a cadre of homosexual friends who i know will happily join us i yes this is brilliant oh my god oh we would kick the shit out of <laughs> the chuck Tingleverse gen con booth <laughs> fuck Chris, listen, um, you, I don't know what it is you bring to the show, but you fucking bring it every time Hot. you're here. High school diploma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love you with all our heart. Congratulations on uh, being a dad again. Thank you. Um, watching, watching Maddie grow up is fucking, you're, you're killing it. You're going to kill it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, when the Taco Bell closes, yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Tying it all back together. Anyway, brother, we love you. Is there anything you want the listeners to know about you or where they can read your work or anything like that? You know what? As I say every time I dog out of here, insight, insight crime, uh, best crime journalism out there. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's true crime, but in a, in a, in a new style, and, and, and we love what we do, and, and we're always welcome to it. To get more readers, so Insight Crime, you can find me there. Would you like us? Can I uh, can I link that in the show notes at all? Or yeah, of course. Rock and roll. My, I'm not sure how my boss is going to feel about being linked next to the fucking Tingleverse, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. It can only increase your reading readership, right? 
Yeah, I'm not sure those are the reasons we want, but yes. <laughs> um, if you liked what you heard, you want to hear more, the best thing you can do to keep us in business is to go to uh, iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you hear about us, and give us a five-star review and actually uh, write a, v- a review. And let's go with what your favorite um, – foxtail butt plug color tail is is it, is oh, it nice. red do you like a red foxtail are you more of like one of those uh blue sparkly ones mm-hmm. Who knows? neon purple for me oh nice and if you want to keep us in business if you can call this that even a little <laughs> bit you can go to patreon and give us money all you have to do is look for geekcast live on patreon you can also find us on the Twitter machine and Facebook, also by looking for GeekCast Live. If you Google us by searching GeekCast Live, you'll probably also find us. We're the ones with the three moons and the blue background and a microphone oh, sometimes. And, and you'll go to violentpress.com, which is a website that uh, Rob created. I did make that. You can also, speaking of Rob, you can get his skull on a shirt at gcl.threadless.com. Where at? gcl.threadless.com uh, I, th- I thought you said gcl.threadless.com No, 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 no gcl.threadless.com No, I, Threadless, no. got it Yeah, Threadless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, call, call your grandparents if, you, if, if you're still blessed enough to have them in your life call them tomorrow It's not called Dolby's grandparents Actually, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Everybody called. 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 Everybody Everybody Nico here from the Geekcast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks, and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen. So, uh, thank you. Especially the one and only Mama Bear, the one and only Poly Nerds, Brandon Rust, old Pistol Pete DeCilio, Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Letourneau. Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davos Seaworth, Big Time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, The Old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock.
Walker.